All right, guys, welcome back to the Toffee Talk podcast. Today, I am here with Ray from the In That Number podcast. Uh, we are going to be discussing the Everton versus Southampton game. So, Ray, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Excited for the game. Excited for the Prem to be back. Yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely a pleasure to be chatting domestic football once again and to have full stadiums. It's a blessing, yeah. really. Yeah, and obviously it's at Goodison, and with fans not being there, well, not having a full stadium for a while, it should be it should be a great atmosphere, really. Um, and then obviously away fans, um, you'll be bringing quite a few, so it should be buzzing. Um, we'll start off with your summer so far, really. You've um, made a good few signings, but obviously. Last week, you did lose a big player, and we'll start with him. What are you going to be missing with Ings? Well, I think it's obvious that, you know, Danny Ings is is is, is all about goals. I mean, you know that more than anyone. He always seems to bang a goal in against Everton. So, um, yeah, no doubt we're going to miss that. And, you know, he's his leadership on and off the pitch, his work rate. So that is a massive, massive issue for us. But, I mean, we have made a replacement you're never going to be able to replace a player like Danny Ings, but we can all hope. Yeah. I mean, as you said, he does always like a goal against us. Um, but he is he's someone big to lose. Um, I mean, I think, obviously, he's been there for a good few years now. Um, but nothing against Southampton, but it, it was time he made the move and obviously with Villa having so much money coming in with the Grealish deal um, they could afford him and a striker was they did need a backup striker but they've done more than that to bring in really a striker who's going to be starting every game Um, and obviously you did mention the replacement you signed for him Armstrong what do you think he's going to bring to the squad well, again, goals, we hope. I mean, he scored 29 goals in all competitions for uh, for Blackburn last year. It's just, it's always, you never know what you're going to get when you sign a, a championship player who's made it at that level. But then, you know, the, the transition to the Premier League is always going to be a tough one. I mean, we did that two seasons ago when we signed Shea Adams, who was banging him in for fun for Birmingham, come up to the Premier League, and he had to wait a long time before he got his first goal. But I mean, Adam Armstrong's more of a natural goal scorer than Shea Adams, and you know, hopefully he can transition a lot quicker than, than Shay did. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's only about 50 million you've signed him for. I think it's a That's it, very yeah. good signing. Um, but as you said, it's it's a step up. Um, obviously, we've seen some who've done very well. Um, Arnold's not so well. But as you said, he is a he is an actual goal scorer. Yeah. Um, and I think, obviously, he does like to... He, he'll move around the pitch, but when you've got delivery from players like Ward-Prowse as well, you've always got that threat again um, from him. Um, and you did mention Che Adams. Will Do you think he will be starting on... Will, will Ralph be playing them as a two? Or will one be dropped? What 
that you're expecting from him. I think the one thing that you can be sure of with us is our formation. We don't seem to change that now, which is the 4-2-2-2. So we have the two up front and we have the two roaming around behind. But I don't think Adam Armstrong is going to start this weekend. I think he'll be on the bench and I think I think Shea will be up top with, with Nathan Teller to start with. And then we'll have probably Theo, who you know a lot about, and, and uh, Stuart Armstrong as a backup for them. Yeah, that is another player on to talk about, um, Theo Walcott, who obviously during his time at Everton, he wasn't what the fans were hoping for and probably what he was hoping for. But obviously he went on loan to you last season um, and then you signed him permanently. But on loan, I thought he did quite well for you. Um, do you think he could be a bit of a threat this season? I hope so. I mean, firstly, we were all delighted to have him back because, you know, it's a bit of a fairy tale having him back at his original club and everyone was well excited to get it over the line, albeit on a loan. Um, He had moments of brilliance and then he had moments where he just went back to his old self. But, you know, he's he's been very, he's done well in pre-season. He scored a couple of goals. Um, I'm hoping now that he's moved here on a permanent, you know, he could be settled in with family and uh, you know, new home, new surroundings and stuff like that permanently. He could, you know, he could settle in a little bit better. I just I just think he needs more minutes and, you know, an extended amount of time in the team because he was injured um, quite a bit last season also. Yeah, I mean, he's always been injury prone. Um, but as you said, he's always been like that when he's had his moments when he's been great and then moments where he's not been great. Even at Arsenal, he still had poor games but then I think it's his finishing I think he don't I mean his endeavor's always there you're always going to get the work rate from him but it's just the finishing the, mm. the you know the the final end product with him that's always been my issue but if you can sort that out then yeah we've got we've got options that we can use yeah I mean I when we signed him for Everton I thought he was going to be a very good sign and I was really excited about him um but obviously it didn't work out but he's as you said, last season, there were moments where you've seen that he is still a very good player. I mean, he's 32, but he, at moments he does show that he's still like got it in him. Um, and then the final player I want to talk about, which quite a bit has come out for him a few days, um, is Vestergaard. Um there has been rumours that he will be going to Leicester. Do you think he will? And if so, what effect will that have on you? Um, well, the deal's pretty much done now. It's just um, personal uh, terms are agreed. It's just, you know, waiting on his medical. So it should be done today. Um, to be honest, I mean, he's in the same similar situation to Danny Ings. He, you know, last year of his contract doesn't want to resign. You know, it's, it's the choice of the club whether to make the money on, on him now or, or let him go for free next season. So, you know, take 15 million quid for him. The only issue that I've got is just, is getting the replacement in for him before the season starts. And I don't think it's going to be a problem. I mean, I, I think it is going to be a bit of an issue. It's not going to happen in time. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping that they've got a plan in place to to replace him straight away. But he was one of those players that when we came, when he came in, again, we were really, really excited about. He had those moments where, you know, you, you know, he's got a mistake in him. His mobility is, is questioned all the time. He's not quick. But he's so, you know, he's such a weapon to have in in the box, you know, attacking. 
He's great in the air. He's, he's, he's physically, he's got it all, but he's got a mistake in him. So I think if you can, if you can cash in 15 million quid for him now, then why not take it as long as we replace him? Yeah, I agree. I mean, as you said, 50 million is not bad for him. And you were talking about the aerial threat of him. Um, and obviously, we've got Calvert-Lewin and it's who's going to mark him for you now because really, if you if you had Vestergaard against us, you'd be going, he's your man. Vestergaard sticks on Calvert-Lewin and hopefully they're not winning any headers. Uh, but now, really, we do have that aerial threat um, and there could be good chances especially when you've got players like Rodriguez crossing the ball that we could be scoring a few from crosses um, now what what type of game do you expect this to be? Well I mean I think it, I think our fullbacks are going to be key I think because they like to get forward a lot and they like to put balls in the box and I think if we can start off early and, you know, start well early and have a go at them. And I think it could be, it could be quite an open game, but just remember the saints play a really, really high pressing style of game um, right from the off. And they seem to like ease off from the hour mark. And that's when we set, we tend to lose that. I mean, we've, you've seen a lot, you must've seen the graphic on, on sky sports, a lot that saints lost the most points from taking the lead. Mm. It happens, you know, far too much. Defensively, we need to shore it up and getting rid of Vestergaard isn't the key. So I think if we can start early and have a go, then I think we can cause you problems. It's just whether we can or not. There's a bit of unrest with Everton at the moment, you know, with the new manager coming in and it looks like that Hammers Rodriguez isn't very, well, he seems to be unsettled, wants to, wants to move away possibly. So I think, and, you know, the pre-season I saw your last game against Man United and that, that wasn't great. And mind you, we're coming off of a big loss also. So and I'm questioning whether this is the good time to play Everton right now. It's as good as any, I feel. Yeah. As you were talking about Raf Benitez coming in, it's, it's something new and it'll either, it'll go one way or it'll go the other. Um, I mean, the thing is, we don't know with Richarlison coming back from the Olympics and Calvert-Lewin coming back from injury. At the minute, we don't know who's starting. Um, we've not had any updates over Calvert-Lewin since the United game. So we have, as Everton fans, we don't really uh, know what's going to happen. Um, and again, it, as you said with Raf Benitez, it is, it's a different style of football than it was under Ancelotti last season. Um, and obviously, he's managed a lot in the brand before. Um I mean, it was leaked very well, but it's whether the players are right for him. Um, and you mentioned James Rodriguez um, about him being unsettled. He's not hes not a Rafa Benitez kind of player. Um, and it's clear he doesn't want to be at the club. Um, and that was that's one thing that worries me, is that he doesn't have that fight in him. Um a lot of the time, he doesn't really want it. He'll do well on the ball, but off the ball, he doesn't really um, try his best. Um, but also, start of last season, both Everton and Southampton had a great start to the season. Um, both top of the table at some points. Um, and 
we were on a winning run and you stopped that for us. Mm, and I remember it well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. It was insane. You, It just seemed like you had about 20 plays compared to our 11. Um, but I think, do you think that both teams could get off to a good start again? Or, uh, Well, I mean, I'm looking at, at how they both were compared to this season. And I honestly don't think that Everton or Saints are better off this season than they were last. Mm. So I'm I'm going to say no. I don't think they've got that in them, especially us, because, you know, as I say, there's lots of movement in this preseason. It's not just Danny Ings that we've lost. You know, Vestergaard's on his way as well. And we've also lost the um, Ryan Bertrand at left back, and we've got a new one mm. coming in there. Um, we still don't know what's going on with the goalkeeping situation. As you know, new players coming in. There's no way we're going to have a start like we did last time. But I think the key is our depth. And if we've 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 addressed that, I mean, we've brought a lot of players in from Chelsea, from but you know, a lot of young players. But I'm not so sure you know they're going to gel instantly. So I'm going to say no. We don't start as well as we did last season. I mean, yeah, top of the league by November. I mean, that was just insane. We knew we weren't. It wasn't going to last, but. I mean, we weren't expecting a downfall like we did because, I mean, well, we finished 15th in the end and then Everton finished 10th. So a massive, massive drop-off from both of them. And I'm looking at them now and thinking, no, I don't think they are better this season than they were compared to last. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as you said, both clubs have got... have been through a lot of change since the start of last season. Obviously, we've got new managers, new players, and you've lost a few key players. Um, but talking about key players, who do you think Southampton could be key in this game and could be a serious threat to Everton? Well, I mean, I mentioned before, I think our fullbacks, uh, Kyle Walker-Peters and, and new boy Romain Perrault, could could be key. I mean, they, as I said, they both like to bomb forward and and get balls in the box. But if, if I'm going to pick one player, I'm going to throw a curveball here and I'm going to go with Nathan Teller. I mean, it's a big season for him. You know, he's quick, he's hungry, and he still has that unknown quantity for most teams at the moment. He, he can play right across the front line, and, and he's probably going to get his chances out wide also because of the arrival of um, Adam Armstrong. Um, his chances up front might be more limited, but I think he's going to start up front, and I think he can cause your back line all sorts of problems. I'm hoping so anyway. So if we start well and we get him on the ball, then yeah, who knows? But yeah, Nathan Teller for me. Watch out for him. Big season. Yeah, um, he does worry me because for me, it depends what centre-backs we play. Because um, obviously with Yerry Mina, you talking about Teller being quick. Yerry Mina is very slow. Um, so it could easily, if you get a ball over the top and it, if he can run through, I agree, it could be a serious threat to us. Um and as you said, you don't know um, what to expect from him, really. Uh, you don't know how to handle him. And I've gone for a similar player for Everton. I've gone for Damari Gray. Um, mm, that surprises me. Yeah, new player. Um, and for me, personally, he's been our best player in pre-season. Him and, surprisingly, Andros Townsend, which both of them, I think, when they came in, because they weren't star signings, they weren't twenty million pound signings. No one, no one was really happy with them. Um, but I think now everyone's seen him in preseason; they're very happy. And Damari Gray, he's played in 
a variety of positions in pre-season. Um, but he spent most of it in attacking midfield. Um, or, But he's also moved out to the wings and then we didn't have Calvert-Lewin against United or a striker in general. And at moments he did go push as a striker. Um, and again, for me, it's that Southampton won't know what he's going to be like, where Rafa's going to play him. Um, I mean... Obviously, we'll have Rodriguez who can play attacking midfield or he can push out to the right. Um, so, Damari, great. He could he could play it and he's quick, he's skillful. Um, and he, in pre-season, he has found a lot of key passes. Um, so, I'm very excited to see him in the Premier League because... I think for 1.6 million, he can't go that wrong. But I think all Everton fans have got a lot of hope for him after seeing him in pre-season. So, yeah, I mean, I only... think the thing I think that, you, that there's not a lot of money going around in the Premier League at the moment. So if you can bring in a striker like that for that little, like you said, he can't really go wrong. And if he comes up and you know makes a difference in the game, scores a few goals here and there, it's going to be a it's going to be a great massive signing for you. Yeah, right. He could be a huge threat. I mean, I'm expecting him to start on Saturday um, because he started all pre-season. And as I said, we don't know whether Rich Allison or Calvert-Lewin's back. Um, and Moise Keane might be back, but he put something on his Instagram story yesterday saying back soon. But no one knows whether that meant he was back because he had to isolate or whether he's back off to somewhere like PSG or Juventus. Um, so we might not have a striker again for the Southampton game. Um, and that is where you need your players like Damari Gray to step up and Andros Townsend. And it needs to be wingers who can cut inside um, and have a shot, really. That's what we struggled with against United. Um, we just didn't want to shoot. So I think... We need to be testing your keeper. We need to we need to be shooting a lot more. And obviously, as I said, if Calvert Lewin's back, we will see. Yeah, if Calvert Lewin's back, I think our defence is a bit shaky at the moment with Vestergaard out. So it looks like it's going to be um, Jan Bednarik and Mohamed Salisu, mm. um, which doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence, if I'm honest. And if you can get your shots, you know, uh, yeah, there's there's no doubt, and it's going to be it's going to be trouble for us. Yeah. Um, and you were saying about Teller before, I was just thinking, what also worries me is we don't really have a right back at the minute except from Seamus Coleman. Uh, we have John Joe Kenny, but I don't think anybody wants to see him starting. So that pace, if he's going to attack, if he's going to be attacking Mina and Seamus Coleman, he's going to destroy them in pace. So it will be, it will be an interesting matchup. Um, so we'll go for our predicted lineups. How are you expecting Southampton to line up? Well, like I said before, we, there's nothing different with us. The formation that served Ralph so well, the four-two-two-two, um, that aggressive pressing style, which um, I say it can be a problem for anyone. But our goalkeeping situation still hasn't been resolved. So we don't know if it's going to be Alex McCarthy or Fraser Forster. But I'll go with Forster. Uh, we're going to have Kyle Walker Peters right back. Roman Perro at left back and the centre back pairing of Jan Bednarik and Mohamed Salisu. 
holding midfield, we're going to have James Ward-Prowse uh, and Oriol Romeu. And then Stuart Armstrong and Theo Walcott sat just behind the top two of Shea Adams and Nathan Teller. But I do expect Adam Armstrong will be introduced at some point. Yeah, I mean, when you're a United team, then one thing I do think is strong about Southampton is your midfield. Um, and when I read out my team, I think it'll be an interesting midfield battle. Uh, so I've got Pickford in there, Dinya and Coleman at fullback, Godfrey and Mina, and then my midfield, Allen and Decore. Um, and then I think we'll see Rodriguez ahead of them. Um, and I think we'll see Gray start on the left, Townsend on the right. And I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say Calvert-Lewin will start up front. Um, I think Rich Arlison, we could be pushing it a bit. It's only been about a week since he's come, not even a week since he's come back from the Olympics. So I think it's, he said he's happy to play for us, but it is going to be a lot tandle straight back into the Premier League. Um, so I think, I think we have a good game on our hands. Very exciting game. Um, and as we were saying, new signings coming in. Um, Walcott returning to Goodison. And we don't, personally, I don't know what to expect. Obviously, it's a new Premier League season. We've got a new manager. Should be very interesting. So we're gonna we're gonna end on our score predictions. What are you expecting? <laughs> wow, I mean, as you know, we haven't won at Goodison Park since November nineteen ninety seven. Um, and we don't start the season too hot either. We haven't won our opener since twenty thirteen. So I'm. Um, I mean, if we can come away with a draw, that would be fantastic for us. But I really can't see it. Even without Richarlison, I think Everton are going to have too much, and I'm going to say a two 0 home. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone two one. I think. I think you might nick something, and I might get a goal. Um, because, and I, I think it'll come from Armstrong. I can see him coming on, wanting it, and maybe getting himself. A little goal, so that will be a very good start for him in the Premier League. Uh, well, thank you for coming on, Ray. It's been great having you on. No, it's my pleasure. As I say, it's it's great to talk about football again, and you know, be back to the Premier League. It's back to normal now. Yes, and enjoy the game. Good luck. But I will try. <laughs> I w- I don't want to give you too much luck. Um, <laughs> well, we need so... it. We need it more than you. So. Well. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on. No um, problem. And enjoy the season as well. Yeah, and good luck, luck to you. And you. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you later. Bye.